This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. It is a dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound, and today, everybody, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. In this corner, weighing in at 188 pounds, the obnoxious father of several college basketball phenoms, Ball. In this corner, the reigning champion, the POTUS, the president, the real estate magnet, the tantrum tornado, Donald J. Trump. It's the Battle of the Bags. What you talking about, Willis? Uh, prominent sports dad, LeVar Ball, getting into a urinating match with the president. And boy, oh boy, if there's anything defensible going on, somebody pointed out to me. And that was on Twitter? Yes, that's what they say. So we will. Twitter. Uh, and look forward to now that. Now it's in the news, so it doesn't really matter. But yes, that was a, a Twitter war between a couple of uh, belligerent fellows. Gotcha. Um, I kind of wondered if maybe traffic could be light today. I didn't know if a lot of people take the whole week off or, or what, but it seemed kind of normal to me. So a lot of you are just going to work like a regular week. That's what I'm doing. The business of America is business. We'll be off Thursday and Friday, but uh, nose to the grindstone, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Huh? Um, let's kick off the show by introducing Barry and the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers, wearing a very modern V-neck style T-shirt. How are you this morning, Michael? Good. Uh, this past weekend, I do something uh, that I do every year. I take my mom to this event called the Harvest Festival, which is a crafts fair. And, um, you know, you buy Christmas ornaments and stuff like that. It's a long story. But my dad didn't want to take her all every year you know it's boring to him and so i take her every year okay that's very know, nice and he you know and he appreciates it so he can you know do what he wants to do oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. so uh um, what does he want to do well i mean whatever be left I mean, alone be left alone Fight pretty club. much yeah <laughs> Fight club. but it's just funny you go to this event and there's a lot of men there but they all have the same look the women are so happy they're so happy they love this thing but then the men are sitting there just grumbling you know they have no interest okay yeah. you want to go look at the yarn great let's look at the yarn okay Oh, yeah, that's a nice ornament. Wow, antlers on that, huh? How about that? Should yeah. we get this one or this one? You know, yeah. I, I just it just doesn't matter to me. Yeah. No, don't say that. Do not say no, that's that. That's what you're thinking in your head. Hmm. I, just, I just don't care. I'm leaning a little toward that one. So, <laughs> that's just, what you say. It's just funny to see, you know, women so happy and men so mm. unhappy. Uh, there is a Positive Sean whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Oh, I'm, 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 I'm struggling. I, uh, I overexerted myself this past weekend. I... Uh, I foolishly agreed to play a game of flag football this Saturday with uh, some some people from around the uh, this and other radio buildings from uh, from the industry, and uh, and yeah, the the total time played was probably about uh, ninety minutes or so. Great time, great time. Uh, pretty sure my team lost. We uh, it, it was we were keeping score, but very it wasn't very official. But the the next day, oh my lord, was I in pain. <laughs> Like in places I didn't even know I had muscles, and I, I was measuring it by how many syllables I would need to utter to get up. Um, it started out at five. I'm down to three, but there was a good long stretch where I needed a good solid four syllables to get up from a sitting. And now I'm up, right? So I'm, I'm down to about two and a half to three now. 
That's two <laughs> syllables. <laughs> That's like five and a half. I had that for a little bit. You know, and so many of these things, it's not about the performance. It's about the aftermath. Yes. You know? It's the next day, and the day after that, and then the six weeks after that. Aging sucks. <laughs> just, just there's, no, there's no upside. Zero upside. There is Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? i got to tell you, Sean, you should have taken a lesson from me. You remember uh, my uh, Armstrong and Getty show, Sports-Related Injuries? Totally I, wound, I wound up in the hospital after mm. after attempting the 10 push-ups in a row. And I do A Herculean I, feat. I do want to point out we got a special birthday today. It is Uncle Joe Biden's 75th today. His net worth, according to ABC News, his net worth ranges from 39000 to eight hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> celebrity net worth. Says Pretty low net worth for a guy who's been uh, in the U.S. Senate yeah. since he was twenty-nine. Yeah. He is. Um, he's he, the only one. Yeah, he is not somebody who. He's not somebody who apparently dedicated his life to getting wealthy, as as a lot of people do when they get into power. Right. Yeah. The other uh, celebrity net worths, the other side I go to, and they uh, put his net worth at about six hundred thousand dollars. So uh, Uncle God, Joe, did he not... was so the person for the time. Yeah. If you're going to go with a mainstream candidate this last election, I mean, everything had lined up for his sort of spiel. He was the safe choice. He 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 was reasonable. Yeah, he's a little wacky, but everybody, he's not dangerous. Oh, yeah. All right. Yep. And and so last week, you know, or the week before, it kind of reared its head that maybe and maybe he'd run, you know, maybe and right? then 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 they you know he likes to grab women and, yeah. and swim naked, and then it just kind of went away. So yeah. that came and went really quick. Yes, zip, <laughs> yeah, out the door. So that's the end of that. Yeah. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is how to get to be Monday, November twentieth, year twenty seventeen. We are Armstrong and Getty. And we approve of this program. All right, here's the official beginning of the show according to FCC rules and regs. At Mark. <laughs> So what is that I understand that's viral, that has gone viral? Yes, that is a baby sneezing and then saying, oh, no. Wow. Oh, no. That is very cute. <laughs> it's adorable. <laughs> come on oh, in. No. Come on in, China. Oh, that's no. pretty cute. You know, come Thanksgiving week, you're just, you're just kind of working. You're just kind of working. You check that out on your computer. That's adorable. Oh, no. Oh, no. My soul, my soul's escaping or I've caught a cold. Um, <laughs> what are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Uh, Charlie Manson, face of evil is dead. Oh, no. <laughs> Trump on a Twitter run says he should have left the UCLA ballers in Chinese jail. Yes. Oh, no. Yes, perfectly reasonable response from the president. And harassment charges have cost another prominent actor his job. Those stories coming up at oh, 6.30. no. 6.35. <laughs> and How old is that kid? Uh, it's cute in age. I don't, I'll, I'll, I'll find an exact age yeah. on it. Yeah. He's and 14. A, and a network. <laughs> I also need a network. <laughs> network. Oh, no. Um, how does mailbag look? How's Joe Biden got a net worth somewhere between eighty dollars and $800,000? Is it, is it all in Bitcoin or what? Is it fluctuating moment to moment? Find out the man's net worth. Mailbag's fine. We have our shower thoughts uh, to start off the week. Some amusing, some insight so mind-blowing your mind will be blown. I'm not good at this. Is that what? That's pretty newborn, right? That's weeks, not, if not months. Not newborn. I am guessing that's a six-month-old. Six months. Okay. Yeah, that's a baby, baby. Babies um, can't speak. Uh, but yeah, it seems unlikely to be a six-month-old and say, "Oh no, probably." I just made a noise that sounded somewhat like speech. It's fine. It's good. <laughs> if you're aware of Michael Savage, the radio host, we have Doctor Savage on the program later. 
He's got a new book out, so that could be very fun. Hope you can stick around for all this stuff on the Armstrong and Getty Show. She does this every year, but she does like this warm up to Thanksgiving by making a lot of the same food. Mm. I don't know, like practice runs or whatever. Right, exactly. Yeah, you got to hone your game. Which uh, is leading me to overeat spectacularly on the lead up to Thursday, which is yeah, not what I need to do really. But. Yeah. yeah, I got a little nasty myself over the weekend. Different reasons, but I don't know. I was doing so well, too. I blame my wife. <laughs> Question from the staff. Yes, Sean. Is there going to be a Pake sighting this year on the... Uh... Oh, right. Yeah. I got to... Yeah. Maybe I'll stop blaming my wife for things I've done uh, long enough to get her to make a Pake. And mm. we'll we'll post the recipe. Too. Probably ought to have that up tomorrow. So, you know, people can do a practice run, eat it in its entirety, then bake another one for Thanksgiving. It's a Pake, you see. It's half pie, half cake. Yeah. We regularly eat that sort of thing on Wednesday morning before... Thanksgiving. I'm in favor of that. Mm-hmm. Mailbag. <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Executive Producer, sir, uh, my chair is broken and Jax is missing. Can we have the uh, management demand that we be shown some respect, at least a little? <laughs> I'm not sure exactly how to word that. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. My chair's falling apart now. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. And I'm a bigger man. I need a supportive chair. (laughs) Ladies and gents, our freedom-loving quote of the day comes to us from Milton Friedman. Jack and I have made reference to this quote many times. But this is is the whole kahuna. Keep your eye on one thing and one thing only. How much government is spending. Because that's the true tax. If you're not paying for it in the form of explicit taxes, you're paying for it indirectly in the form of inflation or in the form of borrowing. The thing you should keep your eye on is what government spends, and the real problem is to hold down government spending as a fraction of our income. And if you do that, you can stop worrying about the debt. Yeah, so the real rate of taxes is the rate of spending. And 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 the inflation and all that that's interesting and then and then eventually the taxes will pay for the stuff too so plus interest plus interest yes. right yeah yeah it's it's wildly it's it's beyond irresponsible it's immoral it's it's indefensible for a people to do this to their uh, uh you know those who are coming down the line the kids and the grandkids as we often say but you know it's monday morning everybody's having a rough time getting why would i go all angry mm. why would i go captain anger on you what, why would I go Johnny indignant on you? It's no, somebody rein me in. So there got to be a hand sign. Ooh, too indignant, too soon. Ooh, and I'll think, oh, yeah, right, right. Got a lot of funny jokes from the late night comedians coming up go. on Al Franken. There you go. They all took their turn at Al Franken Friday night, and it's uh, pretty entertaining. So. Al Frankenstein, that's what I call him. Mm. <laughs> How about your weekly shower thoughts? It's compiled, uh, compiled by Rich in Salt Lake City. Thank you, Rich. Good to hear from you, bro. In the old days, taping your password to your monitor was idiotic. 
Now it's the only place online hackers can't get to it. Oh, good one. Good one. No kidding. No kidding. I keep mine in a file on my computer labeled passwords. That's fine, right? Sure. Yep. If a stopped clock is right twice a day, then the heart of a dead person is doing what it's supposed to do half the time. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Which is better than some of us. Yeah, that's right. Heart of a dead man's more useful than you. Because it's doing what it's supposed to be doing half the time. And too long, too long a dis, probably. Ancestors wiped their butts with leaves. Today, we chop down trees, truck the logs to a factory, grind the wood into pulp, bleach it, press it thinly, cut it into rolls, wrap it in plastic, ship it to stores, we buy it, take it home, hang it on the wall, and wipe our butts with it. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, but that's that creates jobs, right? Well, when a leaf is too ply, then we'll revisit this. And soft. I need soft, soft leaves. I was going to talk about ancestors and anthropology and that sort of. There's a new book out called the The History of Everyone Who Ever Lived. I can't get enough of that, that stuff. That is really interesting. I cannot get enough of it. It's about uh, all the stuff they've learned from the the genome project uh, so far. Babble all day about that. I'll I'll drink it up. I love that. It's just like it's like you know the genealogy thing. I I would like to. You know what? I gotta I gotta finally admit that I'm not going to do it. And you can pay some geeks to do that for you, right? Nice Mormon folks running uh, one of those genealogy websites. They'll do it for you. Mm. I got to give me the old family tree. Well, what does that cost? I don't want to spend a ton on it. I don't like my family that much. But... So you started out very motivated and then quickly pivoted toward as long as it doesn't cost much. Right. Well, <laughs> how, well no, okay. just... how much for the family bush? <laughs> I've started to dig into it, but it can be very time consuming. I'll come up with your grandpa's name for $5. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I, I'm very curious about my family, and it's exciting to find out where we came from and when we came over the ocean, blah, 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 blah. But when you take it back, you know, tens of thousands of years to the very origins of mankind and how we became, I find that stuff fascinating. Another shower thought. People who need glasses had to pay extra for life's HD option. <laughs> so true. I do not see the world in HD these days, unless I have my specs on. Uh, and then I hesitate to share this one with you, but I don't trust myself to uh, keep it around for a week. It's it's Christmas-related, and I will not inflict premature consumerist Christmas on you. But like I say, I'll lose this if I try to hang on to it till Monday. So, If you know Dasher and Dancer, Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid, and Donner and Blitzen, it's pretty much guaranteed you'll recall the f- most famous reindeer of all. It's a good point. That is a decent That's point. That's a good point. <laughs> So but unlikely you, you could name all those. Right. And then someone, but do you recall? Right. No, there was another one. You've already unrolled like more reindeer trivia anybody wants to hear. <laughs> it's like you've you've named the strawberry alarm clock in the in you know, in Moby Grape, and somebody asks if you've ever heard of the Beatles. Yes, I've heard of the most famous reindeer <laughs> of all. He's the most famous goddamn reindeer of all. Mm. Moving along. Speaking of the Christmas holiday, which is approaching, I don't know if you're aware of that. Cole sent us this, he discovered it in the uh, Bed, Bath, and Beyond catalog. It is a a little projector you stick on the lid of your toilet, and it projects holiday-themed images down into your toilet. Ha! <laughs> ha! Look at that. There's uh, Mr. and Mrs. Snowman. To urinate upon them? The snowman. <laughs> well, yeah, that's it. Or you can project, uh, that appears to be a sanity clause. 
Or that, oh, that's like an ornament. Oh, they got a couple of different pretty ornaments. I got to get that. My kids would think that was hilarious. And then you urinate and or defecate on it. Well, I think if you were sitting, it wouldn't work. Well, right, sure enough. Well, I don't, you give them a good look before you sit down. <laughs> Sorry about this. You know, it'd be there in your mind. <laughs> Sorry, Santa. I <laughs> beg your pardon. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm getting oh. cold this year. Uh. Oh, my kids would love that. Here, I'll, I'll give it to you. It might remind get... you to look into it. it. It can't be much, either. Yeah, well, it's fourteen ninety nine. The price is right here. Oh, it might go. get my kid to go inside the house, too, which would be awesome. I, I'd be willing to have my family genealogy research for fourteen ninety nine. Uh, oh, this is nice. Uh, so Taylor writes, uh, this is Taylor, friend of Armstrong and Getty out of Sonoma County, California. The headlines and news of late had me yearning for a simpler time. So I jumped in my time machine back to November 28th, 2006, the Armstrong and Getty show. Well, if I had a Grab time machine, podcast. if I had a time machine, I'm not sure I'd go to 2006. But, uh, but you never so, know. So we listened to the show from 2006. Headline of the day. This is a quote. At long last, Britney Spears' genitals are on the internet. Superb. <laughs> I What? Uh, also, th- it was the day before we heard the term Cyber Monday for the first time. Wow, how far we've come, <laughs> writes Taylor. Say hello to Sean's cat for me. I'll give it a nice stroke. It does love to be petted. Um, w- wow. Okay, so 06 was when the idiot term Cyber Monday was first inflicted upon us. Time machine. Where do you go? Uh, I think Egypt at the peak of its powers. There you go. That's a good one. That'd wow. be very entertaining. Wow. As long as they don't turn you into a slave and you're making yeah, pyramids. Yeah, all this with the caveat of me being like an observer that's not necessarily... I have no idea why I was thinking about this yesterday, but I was thinking, do you get a language? Do you show up, be able to speak the language of the locale and time? Because if you don't, it'd just be pretty well, it's awful. it's not a time and language machine. Well, okay, so, or and clothes. Mm, I'm so, I show up, my answer so I show up in modern clothes and not the ability to speak ancient Egyptian, whatever it is? I'd be terrifying. Is it a time and clothes machine? <laughs> no, it's not. Well, then I don't even want to go. As you are, come as you are. Well, then maybe I will go to 2006. I'm going to uh, Ford's Theater, 1864, with a 45 caliber semi-auto. And I'm going to put a couple right in John Wilkes Booth's chest. That's what I'm going to do. Believe and be... they'll hail me as a very oddly dressed hero. I believe you'd be a year early, though, so you're just going to wait around? And they, uh... 65, you're right. That's, well, I'm going to Preparation gonna stand... is key, Jack. <laughs> that's right. 65, that's right. 64 April is the end 65. of it, right? Yeah, it's April 65. Who could forget? <laughs> me, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind my ancestors. I couldn't find my ass with either hand. I think I'm going uh... Galilee area. You're about 33. I'm going to be uh, one of your disciples. Falling around Jesus at the end, though. In the last couple of years, yeah, okay. when he's doing all the uh, the cool tricks. And wow, stuff. so you'd be a disciple? Yeah. Are you okay with being persecuted? But if, again, if I'm in my modern clothes and I don't speak Aramaic or whatever they're speaking, oh yeah. But you got your smartphone. Just put I translate. <laughs> hey, right, exactly. here we go. Now they know. Hey, uh, Jesus, blessed are the what? Say that again, <laughs> would you? <laughs> Yeah, that'd be that's cool to watch. The, that'd be a good one. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Michael, the you should languages wait. and clothing uh, limitations is kind of a fun suck. Yeah, it is. For me, it'd be the first WNBA finals. <laughs> <laughs> to be there. Imagine. You can't be at all of them if you're not at the first one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. I think that'd if you so just fun. show up in, mo- like in Egypt in modern clothes and not speaking the language, you'd be stoned or beat to death within minutes of arriving. Well, right. Yeah. Which doesn't yeah. sound pleasant. You're an interloper. 
How about uh, you're there as they're arguing over the Constitution or the Bill of Rights? That'd be pretty awesome. And uh, have a list. All right, this Second Amendment thing with the guns. Eh, what do you mean exactly? What what sort of guns? How many, what if guns got really, really good? Was it, uh, gonna, uh, give us another paragraph, because there are going to be a lot of bigger, bitter arguments. For instance, uh, it's Dan says, last week I was in New York City able to listen to the show. Thank God for the podcast. Uh, CBS News here ran the story of Al Franken with the photo, but only described it as, quote, Franken with his arms extended toward Tweedon. They would not wow. say he touched her, would not even say he was pantomiming, grabbing her breasts. Unbelievable the spin they put on a photograph. Where was that? Keypot, K-E-P-O-T, keep eating pay come Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> that is uh, New York. That is a pretty uh, tame version of the picture. NYNY. Well, it doesn't... It doesn't let you know what was happening. Yeah. Some of the jokes from uh, Friday night are about that picture, so we'll have yeah. that coming up in about a half an hour. And on a related note, uh, J.K. writes, Guys, 3.30 Sunday, and I don't see much in the way of reconstituting the Trump's sexual harassment allegations. Right. A surprise to me. I'm not exactly sure why that didn't. I thought the what New York say Times... ye knaves, he asks. So, knave, go ahead. I thought the New York Times would do a, um, you know, just to remind you sort of article mm-hmm. and redo the whole thing. Didn't they? I saw, like, one here, one there. I thought it would be the Sunday cover story. I really did. Saw an editorial, I think. But, you know, it's funny. I, I saw him and think, nah. Apparently that was the reaction in the newsroom or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I totally yeah. thought it would be one of the talking points of the Sunday kind of roundtable well, shows. You can yeah. see the Chiron double standard yeah, and blah blah blah. What, what actually well, it got, did come up? But. What actually got more traction was the whole uh, the Clinton era is over conversation on a lot of different outlets. Hallelujah! That's something. Michael, would you take the time machine back to the Clinton era? Those were good times. Uh, let's see. I've been meaning to send you this forever, writes uh, Tiffany. Actually, it's signed Tiffany, Ben, Ethan, and Aiden. That's a family act. Uh, maybe I'll... Uh, just, uh, been listening since day one as a 23-year-old female was listening to Paul, somebody who we succeeded on our original uh, station, Talk 650 out of Sacramento. But it was the gateway to hearing you both on day one. Now my husband and I get to share A&G with our teenage boys. It's unfreaking believable. Is that supposed to be We're good We're now multi-generational. Is that supposed to be good news for me or what? You know, we put out a CD after, what was it, 10 years? Yeah. Uh, entitled, This Show Won't Last Six Months, which is what a radio executive said about the show. And here we are still, you bastards. Um, been meaning to send you this forever. This was from the uh, AAA Via magazine. That's the American Automobile Association. Did a spit take seeing this paragraph. Um, and here's the paragraph. Um, talking about uh, driverless cars and autonomous vehicles, blah, blah, blah. What could top that speed? The California High Speed Rail Project aims to link San Francisco and Los Angeles by 2029 with a train that reaches up to 220 miles per hour, shortening the trip to under three hours. Uh, yeah, signed Southwest Airlines. Next-gen supersonic planes could connect New York and London with a five-hour flight by 2023. For ultra-long-distance travelers, SpaceX hopes to shuttle paying passengers to the moon and back in 2018. 
you've got the freaking regular speed train in the same paragraph. Yeah, as that train those is things? not that train is not going to go that speed. Well, it might reach two hundred and twenty miles per hour for about a mile in the middle of the Central Valley, having gone at the regular speed for the first and last third of its travel. If the thing is ever built, which it won't be, and even if it will be, according to this uh, this inexplicably glowing description, it'll take you two and a half times as long as jumping on a flight. <laughs> and probably cost twice as much. KFTTTMBCHSRBGISF. Keep effing that trip to the moon before California high speed rail breaks ground in San Francisco. So tomorrow, Trump pardons the turkeys, which I guarantee you is going to be wacky in some level. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe it's time to crack down on turkeys. I'd actually be in favor of him saying this is a stupid tradition and it ends here. And just lop their heads off right there in front or of the just kids. doesn't do it. Nah, lop off their heads. <laughs> <laughs> Marshall's News next. Chuck Manson died, among other things in the news. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Busy morning of the president tweeting, busy weekend. So let's get to the news with Marsha Phillips. Uh, Charles Manson, who orchestrated a series of killings that terrified the nation, died Sunday at a hospital in Bakersfield, California. Murders that were committed in the 60s? Yes, 1969, over two nights in the summer of 69. How was the oldest psychopath? How old was he? He was 83. 83, so he gets 83 years. Tom Petty uh, dies when he dies. What the hell? Come on. Over two nights in the summer of 1969, Manson directed members of the cult that he called his family to kill actress Sharon Tate and six other people. Charlie Rose spoke with him decades ago asking Manson about the murders. Murder? There's no murder. There in was the a Holy murder war. of Sharon Tate. Come on. There's no murder in the Holy War, man. There was, there was that, what, it had nothing to do with the, was that. Was it a Holy War? Was Sharon Tate's murder a Holy War? The whole thing is a Holy War. It was Manson. He's, he's a mentally ill dope. That's the long and short of it. Rotten hell. Yeah, it was Manson's desire to use the murders to set off an, uh, a race war, which he called Helter Skelter after a Beatles song. Manson and his family were convicted of murder. They were sentenced to death. The sentences were commuted to life in prison when the Supreme Court struck down the death penalty in 1972. California officials trying to figure out now what to do with Manson's remains. He apparently had three kids. One committed suicide. The other two have dropped out of sight. Yeah, well, you don't want to run around being Charles Manson's kid, probably, for a number of reasons. President Trump involved in another Twitter war, one aimed at the father of a UCLA basketball player. Trump tweeting on Sunday, now that the three basketball players have out of China and saved from years in jail... LeVar Ball, the father of Leangelo, is unacceptable of what I did for his son and that shoplifting is no big deal. I should have left them in jail, Trump tweeted. There you go. <clears throat> and I don't really know the act of this Mr. Ball. Yeah, think of uh, the Kardashian matron, but for basketball. He, he was kind of a, a college burnout. He played one season, averaged two points. Right. He has latched himself on to the talents of his children and is really does a very good job of getting attention from their accomplishments on the obnoxious, self-promoting, worst possible stage dad type guy. Well, yes. then he's got to be pretty happy that he was able to get into a tri- Twitter battle with the most powerful person on right. the planet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's got to make him pretty happy. And uh, Trump 
tweeted just a little bit ago, by the way. So the Oakland Raiders played the Patriots uh-huh. in Mexico City over the weekend. And for whatever reason, Marshawn Lynch sat for the national anthem of the United States and stood for the Mexican anthem. That's correct. And the president has tweeted about that, uh, him mentioning what happened, and said next time NFL should suspend him for remainder of the season. Attendance and ratings way down! So he's calling for a suspension in the NFL for that. And actor Jeffrey Tambor is quitting the show transparent amid a sexual harassment scandal going on there. Tambor, the lead actor in the show for years, he released a statement detailing how it had been an honor to play the transgender character, but the show isn't what he signed up for years ago. Two cast members have now charged him with sexual harassment. He won five Emmys uh, in that role. Yeah. And um, one woman claims he pinned her up against the wall and uh, in pajama pants put his... um, erection up against her mm, I... uh, uh, while trying to kiss her. And, uh, you know, it sounded as credible as any of these yeah. others. Pretty detailed and just realistic sounding. And he's quitting his job. He... Yep, because the show has evolved. Uh, creative yeah. differences. Right. This is not what I signed up for. Yeah. What? That people would come out and say if you pushed your uh, unit up against them? <laughs> you didn't sign up for that? He, uh, said I've, he said my behavior is not always the best and I can be difficult to work with, but I didn't do that. Okay. Oh, and yet another leading light of enlightenment and, and, and wisdom and morality has been exposed. In more ways than one. That's your news. <laughs> I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starring at Getty Show, the voice of the West. God, and he's an old man doing this. 73? Yeah. Don't, don't be rubbing your you know, up. Yeah. I mean, it's not cool Wait. when you're 23. Right, but, way uh, to go, Granddad. You don't need your 73-year-old male co-star doing that to you. You. <laughs> Yeah, there's a number of people who uh, who th- those stories came out over the weekend. And, oh, and there's a new Franken accuser within the last hour. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Which This one with accusations after he became a senator. Oh. Breaking Franken's a perv news. Yeah, I suppose we ought to hit that. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Um, this woman actually says she's coming forward, hoping that it will help if there's any other Al Franken accusers out there that they'll, they'll be willing to come forward. But she she was at the Minnesota State Fair in 2010. This is after Al Franken was a senator. Her dad had a booth at the fair, and uh, they were posing with pictures with lots of uh, uh, elected officials and that sort of stuff, political candidates, all day long. She was 20... She's 33 now, 2010, seven years ago. Okay, so she... Whoa. Make sure I got their ages right here. Okay, she's 33 now. All right. So she's in her 20s. Um, She's not a child. She's in her 20s at the time. Poses for a picture. Al Franken. I had um, just gotten a corn dog, and I was looking forward to seeing Eddie Money at the fair. As her husband went to take a photo of her and Franken, Menz is her name, Menz said that the senator pulled her in really close, like awkward close, and as my husband took the picture, he put his hand full-fledged on my rear. It was wrapped tightly around my butt cheek. No! It wasn't around my waist. It wasn't my hip or side. It was definitely on my butt, like, oh, my God, what's happening, she added. Wow, got a cop to a free feel, did he? Her husband corroborated the account, noting that Franken, who was a first-term senator at the time, pulled men's in and pushed his head against her head and that she had told him immediately after the exchange he totally grabbed my butt. So, you know, that's not a, a huge deal. 
But as she said, it's just so if there's anybody else out there, they'll come forward. Create a pattern, I guess. I don't know. Well, obviously, there was some sort of linguini armed liberal college professor Minnesotan and not a big, like, strapping farmer Minnesotan who'd have put his lights out. You touch my wife's bum, I'll put your lights out. God, that, that sort of thing is so weird to me. It's just... Well, and you do that in front of the, the husband as he takes the picture? And how much enjoyment do you get out of that? Unless it's oh, a little the, bit. Unless it's the power <laughs> thing that you, you know, that we've, we're coming to believe. That you, you feel like, I did that and nobody's going to stop me. It's that? I don't know. I don't know. Grabbing a handful of butt is a little uh, pleasurable. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I would get zero I mean, pleasure out of that. If it's, if it's not another man's wife at the Minnesota State Fair. Right. There you go. That's right. where the pleasure goes away. Right. It's I would have a media. She hates me. She's going to tell him. He's going to punch me. Right. Blah, blah, blah. That's all I'd be thinking about. Right. So, yeah. Okay. So, it's grabbing. Uh, the pleasure is grabbing the butt. The free pass is the I can do anything. So, you get to grab your pleasures wherever you want when you're the powerful. You're like a Roman emperor. Anyway, we've got a whole bunch of Al Franken jokes from uh, Friday night's late shows and Saturday Night Live. We'll play at about 7.04. They're pretty funny. Okay. And it was just interesting that uh, you know, a bunch of comedians took shots at one a lefty, two a fellow comedian. Yeah, okay. Well, well I'm looking forward to hearing them. So uh, Sean's uh, choice for using his time machine was to go back to ancient Egypt at the height of its powers. King Tutankhamun, etc. Nefertiti. Pyramids, Sphinx, etc. The Nile. Denial ain't just a river in Egypt, as they say. Well, you might change your mind, Sean, when you hear this this uh, story. Some big famous Egyptian singer, one Shireen Abdul Wahab, was captured on video cracking a joke about the Nile River. While the singer was on stage, a fan asked her to sing one of her hit songs, which translates to, Have You Ever Drunk From The Nile?, the singer responds by saying, no, drinking from the Nile can cause schistosomiasis, a waterborne infection, et cetera, et cetera. Well, evidently, the Nile is such a symbol of Egyptian grandeur and, and, and Egyptianness that the <laughs> Egyptian government has now charged her with a crime Wow! for making an unfortunate joke about the Nile. That's from- the new dictatorship that was... Who's the it's, guy that's in charge of Egypt now? Uh, Al-Sisi. A, yeah. Yeah. That's his country? People call him Al-Sisi, so he has to run around showing how, how tough he is. But, the, you know, the, the First Amendment shouldn't include hate speech, and I should be able to decide what's hate speech and what's not. And if you have hate speech, you don't get the First Amendment anymore. This is how you end up, you stupid, stupid idiots. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that turned aggressive. <laughs> Uh, you stupid, uh, stupid idiots. On uh, Wednesday, judicial officials said the singer will be forced to stand trial in December for her comments. Uh, It was an insult to the Egyptian government. The lawyer cited a section of Egypt's penal code that says those who broadcast sensational propaganda disturb public security and harm the public interest. So so she will be tried for that. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking this uh, Shireen chick, what does she sound like? She sounds like this. Like Start, this here. she play the piano or is she going to sing or what's she going to do? Oh, she's going to sing, Jack. A lot of echo. The words mean 
turn around, bright eyes. <laughs> Every now and then, I feel fall apart. <laughs> never gonna give you up. <laughs> She's never gonna let you down. Don't drink from the Nile or you'll have worms in you. So the whole thing kicks in at any point. So the whole million notes thing has uh, traveled the world, huh? Yeah, here, let's check out this other little tune. Oh, we probably have an ad first. So that. much echo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That should be against the law in Egypt. <laughs> if I'm the defense attorney, I try to call the defendant to the like the, the alleged victim. I'd like to bring up the, the body of water, the Nile, to the stand. Oh, we can't do that? That's right, because this is ridiculous. <laughs> the defense rests. What about our rights? This is Egypt. You don't have any. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's that. Um, remember a couple weeks ago when the JFK files were released? One nugget out that's pretty damned interesting they found in all those pages. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. For you, Blockbuster. For you JFK conspiracy buffs. Also, we'll take a look at uh, how the late-night comics handled Al Franken on Friday night. People wondered if they'd give him a pass as a, as a lefty in a comic. They did not. So all that's coming up. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.